We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And here we go. Welcome to a very special presentation. Matter of fact, be honest, I sound super excited. It's crazy. We've never done this. We've never attempted it. It's a first of its kind. You're listening to 1140 The Bets NBA Playoff Preview. But from the mind of me, yes, me, hello, hi, this is Adrian Hernandez of The Playmakers, which you can hear weekdays through the 5 p.m. alongside the one, the only, Lindsey Brown. But in this hour show, yes, one hour, and by the way, it'll be immediately available on the Odyssey app for your listening convenience. But in this hour, we're going to get you ready for the NBA playoffs, plus Remember, this is starting to become a tradition in the league. It's not going anywhere. I'm talking about the playing tournament. Yes, the playing tournament for the final two spots in each conference. I'm talking about the seventh and eighth seeds. That tournament is going to take center stage next week as those get determined and the higher seeds get to have a week off and to rest up. Now, in the show, we're going to do a lot of previewing, a lot of predicting, and of course, just the information you need to know as we get ready for the playing tournament and the first round matchups in both conferences. So on tap, joining us is going to be a premiere. I'm going to say damn near elite and most importantly, super educational to get us ready. An incredible set of guests are going to be here to give us their thoughts, uh, the latest news, including hopefully some injury updates with dudes like Steph Curry, Kawhi Leonard, John Morant set to return when they're coming back. If they're coming back, of course, we'll get their predictions too. And I'm talking about guests like Joe Varden of The Athletic who covers the NBA and is one of the best in the country. We'll be joined by Gerald Boyer. He's the lead Suns writer for Phoenix Sports and PhoenixSports.com. He's going to give us the inside scoop because, look, we will not be making a championship or even finals prediction because we're going to have a finals preview for that. But I'm just going to say, like, if you have to put money somewhere, it's a good call to assume that there will be basketball being played professionally in June in Phoenix, Arizona. So Jared Boyer is going to join us to kind of talk about and give us the inside scoop on the dominance of the number one seed in the West in those Suns. And finally, we're not done. We got more guests finally joining us, a senior writer from Sports Illustrated and Sirius XM NBA radios analyst Howard Beck. So as you can see, we're trying to go expansive. We're trying to make sure we got you covered from as many angles as possible. And remember, as we go along in the show, tap in with us and let us know if you agree or what you're looking out for in these playoffs. Reach out on Twitter at AdrianRadio93. Always available for you. And now I think I kind of covered and set the stage. I got the table ready for everyone. 
Let's get comfortable. And like I said, there'll be a lot of predicting on the show. So it's only right we get our predictions in on one of the most highly competitive races for the MVP that we've seen in recent history. So let's do it. Let me unveil my top five. I got Luca in there. I got Devin Booker, I got Joel, I got Jokic, and I got Giannis Antetokounmpo, and I named them in that order for a particular reason. So let's start off with Luka. I love him. He's a baller. The ability and the amount of times this season this guy's been able to score 30 points and give you a minimum of 15 assists has been truly remarkable. And to his credit, in the second half, since the All-Star break, You'd be hard-pressed to find two better teams than the Boston Celtics and the Dallas Mavericks. Both teams have stepped up. Lucas stepped up some of the transactions and the moves they made at the trade deadline to help Luka with Spencer Dimwitty and some other pieces to not have that burden of having to score be placed solely on him has been so beneficial, has opened up his creativity, especially with the passing, but individually, I don't think the body of work and just the team success too matches up with the rest of these guys. So, Luca, I have you in that top five in that fifth spot that moves us to Devin Booker. And I'm going to be honest, I'm sorry. And this is tough for me because this goes against everything that I believe in terms of like sports DNA where you have Devin Booker who's been incredible. You have Devin Booker who's a part of the one team throughout this year that has been dominant. This dude's on a team that broke a franchise record for wins. They're sitting at 63, probably will end up with 64, 65, depending on how this final regular season game uh, turns out. Regardless, like I said, a franchise record win total. Devin Booker's been amazing. Chris Paul's even missed a chunk of the season, too. But I just, I can't do it, man. Look, if he were to win MVP and they got that montage for him, right? What's the highlight that you're going to put in there? What's that crazy performance you're going to put your head to and go like, oh, yeah, remember when he balled out, especially this year, where so many dudes have scored 50-piece games. Other dudes have scored 60-point games, and all these high-scoring totals and performances were happening more often than not. And when I look at the stat line and I look over these game logs, Devin Booker's only scored 40 twice, and it's one of these rare situations where I'm sorry – You're on a good team, and in comparison to the others and these dudes that I do have in my top three, they have had relatively good success, not as good as the Suns, but their performances individually have been better, and the burden and the lesser rosters than Devin Booker has to play with with Phoenix is kind of playing to his detriment. But like I said, Gerald Boyer of PhoenixSports.com is going to join us. I'm going to ask him. I'm going to need him to convince me because I feel super uncomfortable because it is very weird not to award the best player on the best team. Moving on, though, coming in in my three spot, I got Jokic. Like I said, when we talk about rosters, you know, Jokic has – Carried this team, obviously, without Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. and these Denver Nuggets. And to be honest, Jokic is the odds-on favorite to win. Some of these polls and the experts and the sports books, they have Jokic to win. And statistically, technically, he's had the best season by far out of any player. But we just spoke on the amount of production that Jokic has had. And things are true. Like when we talk about the analytics and things like his PER and his efficiency And those are facts, and he's dominant, and he's above everyone in this league. But sometimes it takes a quick left 
where dudes will bring up, hey, his win above replacement assist rating and his offensive rebounding win percentage versus the Eastern Conference on the road during third quarters where the team's losing by six. And it kind of like it's it's a bit much. And to me, it's also difficult when I look at Giannis Jokic and Joel where who's more likely to get you a bucket at the end of the game? I don't think Jokic would, but then at the same time, if the defense is pressuring and focusing on those three dudes, I do think Jokic would make the best decision and is the best passer. So this is a tough situation, but I have him in third, and I have Joel, and maybe maybe I'm a little biased because obviously Jokic has had to carry this team with the injuries that they've had, but to me, Joel has also had to carry the Sixers when you look at the start of the season without Ben Simmons. And then they trade him and they bring James Harden and everything's supposed to be good until Daryl Morey somehow still doesn't believe that James Harden is a fraud. So now not only are the Sixers playing in important games where they can't rest Joel, he's having to continuously have to ball out because of what James Harden isn't doing for the most part. And now he's having to play in these 40-minute games and put up these crazy numbers in this crowded Eastern Conference. And to me... I just like I haven't seen Joel miss a wide open three this year, and the dude's seven foot. What? He's that big. He's that athletic. He's so good one on one scoring. It's like an automatic bucket. But I have him in second because to me, Giannis hasn't had to deal with some of the injuries that, and in terms of the Bucks, some of the injuries that you know Jokic has had to deal with, or even the lack of production from teammates like Embiid, but there has been situations where that big three of Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday haven't been around, or it's been a mixed match, and Brooke Lopez was out for five months. And in comparison, they might not be as good, but Giannis is up there statistically with everyone else. And in these past two weeks where there's been big games against the Nets, there's been big games against the Sixers, where literally he's having another game-winning block, just like Game 6 last year in the finals against Joel winning that game hitting threes, improving his free throw percentage, becoming clutch, becoming a bucket, hitting these shots, becoming that presence, and having those moments, I got Giannis as the MVP. So there's my top five, and let's keep this ball rolling. Let's get into this play-in tournament. And as it stands now, and it is subject to change because we got one more game. We got games left, I should say, rather, tonight to finish up the season. But we got Brooklyn at the seventh seed, Atlanta at the eighth seed, Cleveland at the ninth seed, Charlotte at the tenth seed. So this is how this is going to go. The Atlanta Hawks are a team that's been resurgent. Uh, I believe in their last 15 games, they've gone 11-4. and uh, Trey Young's been balling, a couple 40-point games. He's been averaging 31 points to end the season in this two- to three-week run. And I understand that he's not going to be an MSG with those lovely Knicks fans. But Brooklyn is still in New York. So not only is Trey someone who he embraces the moment, uh, more importantly, Brooklyn just can't defend anything. Look, they're 23-ranked defense in the league. They've averaged... 121, 120 points, I should say, that they've given up. I got Atlanta sneaking and making an improbable win uh, and taking that seventh seed. Now, remember, if you're an eighth seed, you get two chances, which means Brooklyn is now awaiting the winner of Cleveland and Charlotte for some reason, and probably because I'm born and raised in Cleveland, and I want to see it happen, and I think that home crowd is super loud and can affect the game. I got Cleveland beating the Hornets. The Hornets have been up and down. Uh, obviously, this is pending Evan Mobley's status. 
Joe Varden, like I said, is coming up next. We're going to talk to him and try to get an update. So hopefully one of those dudes, whether it's Evan Mobley or Jared Allen, will return. But that is setting up a Brooklyn versus Cleveland battle to get that eighth seed. And I got Brooklyn winning, unfortunately, for me, uh, which sets up a Nets-Miami matchup in the first round. Now let's go to the Western Conference, which this game should be fantastic, man. The T-Wolves versus the Clippers. Short and simple. I don't know if Kawhi Leonard's going to show up. I know Paul George is back, Norman Powell's back for the Clippers. I know that this season has been a resurgence for Carl Anthony Towns, and it has been so cool to see those Minnesota fans have something to cheer about after they've been through hell the entire history, basically, of the Timberwolves franchise. But when you talk about resilience, I think that's what the Clippers have done this entire season without their star players. I think the experience in the coaching of Ty Lue. I think that the Wolves are very streaky, and when their big three doesn't play, they're not equipped to make up for that, especially on that stage. And that problem of having to step up and make up for the production of some of the players not playing up to their potential is something that the Clippers have lived in the entire year. Therefore, I got the Clippers winning, and then we got Spurs-Pelicans. For the sake of Pelicans fans, I want y'all to be happy about something. Y'all going to win this game, go to Minnesota. Y'all lose to Minnesota, which sets up a Minnesota-Phoenix matchup in the first round. So there it is. Atlanta-Brooklyn, the Clippers, and the T-Wolves making it out of the playing round. And we're making it out of our first segment because Joe Varden of The Athletic joins us next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 